0: Accrediting Excellence, the International Authority for Professional Coaching and Mentoring proudly presents both sides of the coin.
1: Whether you are a massive football fan or just tune in to watch your nation play, top class players such as Ronaldo, Sancho and Kane are known and revered across the globe. But what about the staff who strive hard behind the scenes to make football the game we know and love? How can life coaching enable them to stay holistically well so they can continuously perform in a competitive environment? Today we get some top tips. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body, and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a rigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention, what works and what doesn't. As a proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited master coach. I've been coaching for 10 years, mainly in the area of career transitioned and life coaching. Joining me today are Floss Andrews and her client, Steve Weaver. Flora, known as Floss, has worked within the sports industry for the past 20 years, and more recently at Premier League Club, Norwich City, as head of professional services. Earlier in the year, she had a career change and now provides life coaching for people who work in football. Her client Steve Weaver is Head of Football Development at Norwich City and he was interested to find out more about how life coaching could help him. Welcome both of you I'm going to start with Floss and then flip over the coin and speak to Steve. Floss tell me about yourself.
2: Hi Jenny um, so as you said I've, I've worked in the football industry or well sports industry really for 20 years um, and on on different sides, commercial and um, to do with the playing staff and academy side. And towards the end of my career, I um, realised that I'm more interested in the people that I'm working with. And um, I reached a point where working in football is quite a unique situation. And I have a family, um, a husband and kids, and it was quite tricky trying to keep uh, on top of everything so um, I got into life coaching because I um, had my own life coach Fatima and she was amazing and um, made me realize that um, that I could actually there was a way that I could actually do both of the things that I love and so um, I recently trained to be a life coach with Carol Ann Rice at the Pure Coaching Academy and um, just um, launching my business, as you say, um, to help others who work in the sport and football industry.
1: What insights
2: did coaching,
1: having coaching yourself, give you to help you decide, actually, I want to do
2: that for others? I had always Sort of towards the end of my career, the, the 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 side of what I was doing was actually, without me realizing, was actually coaching people. Um, but I would try and sort out people's problems for them um, rather than sort of. Um, let, and now I know how that actually. And I found that that was getting me down trying to sort out everyone's problems, and it was a rather impossible task. Um, When I had coaching, it made me realize that actually, if you can sort out your problems yourself, rather than having someone sort them out for you, it actually um, helps a lot more. So I realized that there was a better way of doing it, which is why I became interested in training to, to, to understand it and to be able to help other people properly rather than actually trying to fix everybody.
1: Thank you, Flora. That's a really unique insight. What pressures do your clients within football face that perhaps aren't so apparent in other industries? You mentioned before
2: that it was a unique industry. Yes, that's right. I think. I mean, I think it's unique. It's somewhere that I've worked, um, and you know, I mean, I see other people in other industries. So, people may correct me, but I feel it's unique because there are um, certain pressures. So it's an absolutely amazing place to work. Um, it's also a very addictive place to work and it's very easy to get sort of pulled in, sucked in. And if you let it, then football can almost eat you up. Um, so it's a sort of addiction. If you let it, it can take over your life. Um, there, there are other pressures as well in that, you um, they um well if you if you reach a certain level in football so um a couple of my clients um have reached quite a high level in football and it's difficult to um it can be quite lonely it's difficult to share your thoughts and and feelings because there's also um a sort of the, the way that the football industry has worked in the past hopefully it's it's improving but it's quite a cutthroat place to work so if you show weakness or if your face isn't fitting anymore um it, you, it's a place that you can be quite easily quickly let go um so there's always that little threat in the back of your mind so it's it's it makes it can almost make people not want to show any form of weakness. So how would you address that? Where I help people is strengthening people within themselves. So creating an awareness in my clients of their own self, be it awareness, confidence, abilities, and um, so that they feel if you have that confidence in yourself and um, satisfaction, then actually the the sort of noise that you hear or the the noise that you can hear in football and also the feeling of the the sort of the pressure of not wanting to never be there, um, isn't quite so sort of um, all encompassing. Um, The other thing that I would do is because it, it can feel so once you're in it, then it's quite overwhelming. So if, if you can create some good sustainable habits of your own rather than being sucked into the wheel. So I'll try and um, help my clients to sort of break things down slowly and realize, you know, their, their own strengths, their own areas of weakness that we can work on. Um, and um and through that, then that builds up confidence, I think, in, in my clients. Thank you.
1: And life coaching, as well as, you know, um, performance at work also looks at all areas of a person's life. So they gain overall holistic wellness, things like emotionally and physically, mentally, financially, spiritually, that's important to people. How do you bring that into your coaching sessions?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I do that as well. So um, I'll, I'll work on different areas in different sessions, and um, and all of those, as you say, all of those things are important. So I bring them in um, when when my client is ready. So sort of when I feel that they we've we've kind of approached a topic and and dealt with that topic, then I'll sort of question gently, question and um, ask them to sort of ask themselves, you know, have they have they um set themselves up financially how is you know I obviously don't know the detail but it's it's more about just getting people to to talk it through and to to as you say have all of the areas of their life sort of full um rather than having any pots that are sort of nearing nearing emptiness and you often have coaching sessions whilst walking what are the benefits do you find of
1: coaching in the outside environment
2: That is definitely my preferred way of coaching. Um, I feel, I I have always, I love movement and um, you know sort of sitting still, I think is um, stifling for your sort of thoughts and brain. So when you're out moving and specifically walking side by side with a client, A, it's non-confrontational. B, you have... You, I, we walk. I walk in around parks and and places in and around Norwich and Norfolk, um, where the route isn't something that you have to think about. So, and it, and there are lakes and um, sort of things that I just think that natural inspiration can, without actually specifically talking about it, when you're just looking um, at something beautiful or something outside, it just sort of I think um just helps the your brain and your free flow it also it takes you away from the environment that you you may be sort of you know your working environment you go it out somewhere different and just I'll ask questions and hopefully the movement of walking being out in nature and being away from sort of your place of work or the football ground or the training ground um you know you can you're actually your inner self can come out a bit without really thinking about it have
1: you got a um, just of interest a case study or an example where that happened to you or somebody you've worked with where being in a fresh new environment outside has caused somebody to become
2: unstuck or an epiphany to happen yeah I think the epiphanies with my clients tend to happen in between <laughs> my sessions so I'm hoping that it's more of an unblock rather than an epiphany during the session. I have found that, that actually um, in, it seems to be in between the sessions that people say, I've you know, thought about what we were talking about and actually I've done this or I've realized this. So I just think that it, I'm not sure it specifically sort of unblocks or, or creates an epiphany, but I think for me, it just helps.
1: Thank you. And it sounds like you're being a pioneer, bringing life coaching to the football industry. What top tips have you got for other coaches who like you can see a need within an industry, but don't know how to break down the door in the way that you're doing?
2: I'm sure I'm not unique. And um, I'm sure there are other people that, that work in it. But I would just say If you know it inside, if you sort of, if you have a confidence and you have a feeling that it's the right thing, because it's somewhere that you know and you understand and you can see that change is needed, but it's not being made. I would say just keep going and don't let the little voice on your shoulder sort of tell you to stop um, because that instinct, if you have this feeling that that um, there is an area where you really feel that you can help somebody or even if it's two people that, that I'm helping, I think that is why I'm doing it. That is important to me. So I would say, don't listen to the little voice. And if you have an instinct, follow it.
1: That's really great advice and insight. Thank you. And my final question for you is, why did you decide to become accredited?
2: So accreditation for me, it wasn't really a a question. I just knew that I wanted to be, be an accredited life coach because for me it it is the sort of validation, it's proof, it's almost the equivalent of being a professional sports player. So my clients, you know, work in an elite or act in an elite way and I feel that I need to be as elite show and be as an elite as I can and being accredited is that and also I think because of sort of who I'm who I want to work with um, word of mouth is going to be quite an important tool for me <laughs> and having um you know, being being an accredited life coach is is basically hopefully gives people that confidence that, you know, that I am of a level who, you know, that can help them.
1: Thank you so much, Floss. That was really insightful information for us as coaches. I'm going to flip over the coin now and speak to Steve, your client. Steve, tell us about yourself.
0: 49 years of age. Um, I've been in football since I was 15. Um, I was a player uh, a long time ago. I finished sort of very early and got into coaching as a uh, in my early twenties. And I've sort of had a journey, you know, through the various leagues. I've I've worked with some big clubs, Um, which sort of led me to to sort of being at Norwich for the for the last four years. So I'm I'm a. You know, I've sort of been coaching now for, you know, for for nearly 30 years. I've been sort of responsible for people for for a long time and, you know, and sort of in my role, it's um, really important that you sort of, you keep up to date really with, it's not trends, but you sort of, you know, from when I started to where we are now, we look at people very differently and, you know, it's really important for any sort of uh, people in leadership to be able to, you know, to to realise that I'm working with young people, and you know, how do they learn, and you know, what do they need, and and especially with a with such a large staff that I've got, that uh, you know, um, that you're at the forefront of of, of being able to, um, to to connect with them.
1: Steve, when you talk about the coaching that you do, you're talking about football coaching.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a football coach, um, but I have I've got 31 staff uh, that work under me, so. Um, and then that, that's without the players, you know. So I'm responsible for a large, large staff that I've got to try to connect with. And, uh, you know, and on top of that, I, you know, I coach the players as well. So um, it, it's, it's obviously a large sort of opera, uh, uh, operation. And um, and it's it, it's something that, that obviously carries uh, a lot of stress and, and different things with it.
1: So why did you want to work with Floss?
0: Well, I know we worked together together. Um, sort of first and foremost, uh, and I've always been in, uh, sort of intrigued and uh, you know, more down the psychological route. I've been very fortunate to work with uh, um, people in the past, but more sort of dealing with me to deal with players or dealing with me to deal with staff, not necessarily me dealing with me, you know? So, um, and I think it's, uh, you know, as flash alluded to, it's a, it's a unique industry, but it's also a lonely one. Um and when you're the head of something uh, with a large sort of number of people, you don't really get a chance to, you know, talk things through. You know, it can be very difficult. Um, so obviously working with Floss just allows you to just to talk to, you know, to someone, you know. And and I think in in society now, it's becoming more prevalent. You're know, going and talk to people with your mental health and different things. I just look at it in in. That you can get bogged down, you know, and, and just having someone just to talk to uh, regarding certain issues, not to sort of um, to judge anything, but then just sometimes go, you know, just, you know, for a word of advice or you're really overthinking that or can't really say anything in your way there. Um, believe it or not, makes a big difference. Um, and I think, uh, you know, uh, when you're at the top of something, it, as I say, can be a bit of a lonely place and just someone to talk to who can help you out and maybe just clear some of the mist in front of you is uh, is really important.
1: Steve, Floss was saying that life coaching isn't really known within the football industry. Prior to you starting sessions with her, what was your perception of what life coaching is?
0: Um, I didn't really... To be fair, I did, did, when I was talking to Floss, she was talking about what she was doing and, and, and sort of different things and... Um, you can imagine at the moment around players and mental health, there's so much, you know, go and talk to someone, go and talk to someone, but there's not an awful lot of stuff around people who deal with the lads, you know, who deal with the players. So, so I sort of, sort of spoke to Floss for a little while about it. And then it was a bit like, you know, when you, you, you're you becoming confused by what what the discussion was about, and I just said, Floss, i not being funny, can you just have a go? Because I can get a clearer picture in my head um so you know as, as sort of floss alluded to went for a walk and sort of went for an hour and talking about all sorts of stuff and, and it just becomes clear in your in your head um and, and, I, and i think um the way i found it was just we just went and had a chat about a multitude of things you know it sort of went from work to sort of personal matters to different things and just being able to talk and get it out sort of in a non-judgmental way. And, and, and plus is very right. I mean, it's a, it's an industry where you can't really show as much weakness as maybe you'd like vulnerability as much as we'd like to have a real holistic approach. At the end of the day, I make, you know, a lot of big decisions, you know, on people and careers and different things. So it's just nice to someone to talk to you about the issues that you have because sometimes you just can't sort of convey that, you know, in a, in, in you know amongst your staff it's sometimes a little bit difficult although we try really hard to you know include people in everything that we do it's just sometimes very difficult just to you know just to speak to someone
1: and so since starting life coachings yourself what do you now do differently um
0: i think it's just a way of checking it i i just i speak about all sorts i mean you know it can be members at work it can be about this problem what do you think it is when i'm talking about uh properties and stuff the other day and you know and it's still things like what's stopping you and you start to think you know and you go, well, nothing really um or it's or it's about you know how, how do they see it you know steve i can see the way you see it but how do they see it have you spoke to them about it and then you sort of sit back and it's, and it's sometimes just talking things through you, you know and as i say you, you you know you've got the chimp on your shoulder that's chipping away at you, and you you know it's convincing you to go down a different route and it probably actually just you trying to convince yourself that that's the path that you don't want to go it's actually not there so i i, I find it um almost um i have one or two ideas before we meet uh, to talk about but it ends up going probably places that i never really thought so and i always come away from it And i think floss is right in terms of it's not necessarily on the day that i do my best reflections it's probably the day after or the day after that, I'll be like, oh, right, yeah, okay. And then I'll end up speaking to someone about a certain thing that may have been playing on my mind and, you know, that might have taken a, you know, uh, a turn. And and it's just sort of like, it's just someone to talk to. It's a a strange industry for being able to talk. Um, uh, So that's sort of, that's the way I've approached it. Um, And they're great. So the ones, the meetings that we've had so far is, I probably go with a preconception of one idea and come away with clarity on a different one. You know, and I think, to be fair to her, floss, is I she doesn't sort of answer any questions. She sort of just helps me find my own answers, really. So probably ones that I already knew. But every now and again, she'll go, oh, I'm not really sure, Steve, you're overthinking that. Um, you know, which is, um, as I say, it's quite nice to have no one who's got a real opinion on anything. It's just talking things through. It gives you, at the end of it, maybe a little bit of clarity on your situation.
1: And that's an example of a good coach. Uh, Steve, how important is it for you to work with an accredited coach?
0: Well, to be fair, I've got to say, the industry is full of people. You know, players are, you know, the world's worst. You know, you walk in, they'll, you know, you can, you can be the best player in the world and all of a sudden you turn to a coach you've probably got five minutes before they work out whether you're good or bad. Um, they're very judgmental. They'll make opinions very quickly. And if you haven't got, Sort of the level of qualifications that go with the industry. So I can't work at, in my job without a pro license, you know, which takes a long time. You know, we, I've got, you know, my, my sports scientist can't work without a master's. Can't, you know, so it's the accreditation and and um, skills that come with just to be able to work in football is very high. So I think before you start, the, the industry is very unwilling to allow people in if they've not sort of gained those qualifications to you know, just to give you a start in it. Because at some stage, you leave yourself vulnerable. And that's just the nature of the industry. You know, it's, uh, it doesn't take an awful lot for someone to have a, a little bit of a pop at you. Um, and the other thing is, I, I think in our industry, we, we're we constantly doing, you know, uh, development and, and stuff. And we encourage throughout football, you know, Can you go on that course, go and look at that, go and do this, go and do study visits. And, and I think it's the same with, uh, probably Floss comes out of that background. And I think, you know, it's, I can see what she was saying before. It's really important that, you know, because we get letters from all sorts, of people wanting to do this, wanting to do that, want access to as a life coach in this, as a psychologist there. And it's kind of like, well, we like a point of reference as well. So I think it's really important in an industry that is very qualification led. And I think it just provides a little bit of credence to, 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 the, to the role as well. So, you know, um, I certainly know that, you know, it's something that, you couldn't work in football without the the appropriate qualifications i think it's a it's a really good example of what you should do really and the amount of information that you get during the course can only make you a better life coach
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's important and and great about the IOPCM is that every three years you are then reassessed to see whether you are still up to that coaching standard. So, Steve, my final question for you then is what feedback have you got for other coaches um, based on your experience with Floss that they can do to improve their coaching sessions?
0: I think sort of you know my sort of experience with floss i know will probably be very different to other people i know that speak to to sort of floss i was i was talking about it with um one of the senior sort of leaders today about about it and and to be fair he was very keen to go i could do with exploring that um i think it's individual if i'm being honest and and i think what i've not spoken to floss about it to be honest but i'm assuming that you know i would be different to the next person that's different to the next person and that's probably the um the advantage of it, I think people would take it where they want to take it if 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 you know, so um as I say, people might be more scripted, might want to talk about individual things that they've got on the mind. I'm a little bit more I've got that issue or well, not an issue, but I'll talk about that and that and it'll go wherever. I I'm just very uh when I speak about uh what I do with floss to other people, I said it it, it it's a really good way of communicating and getting things Sort of out in the open that you think about yourself, um, and I recommend it to to all the people that I, I talk to. But it just depends. It, I, it might be for some people, but um, I think it over the next we've seen a massive thing in the industry over um, with sports science, data, you know, physios. I think the next thing will be, you know, psychology working with players, which is which is prevalent, but not as prevalent as it's probably going to be. And I think the other thing is is actually work people uh, like Flash working with with coaches and talking through problems and and, and helping the coaches who help the players.
1: Great. Well, what a, a great discussion. What a great insight, both of you. Thank you so much, Floss and Steve. If you would like to work with Floss or find out more about her work, then her company is called Mindset 5, and you can also be found on LinkedIn. Search for Flora Andrews and send her a connection request. We're confident that anyone who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be amongst the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching or mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.